Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. So did you see there was another um, athlete here in Las Vegas that hit the deck for no good reason? It's getting kind of crazy. It's happening more and more and more. It's all over the news every day that there's like another young athlete that has uh, passed on for no apparent reason. Yeah, and it was, it's crazy how many more uh, you hear about these days. And who knows what the, what the cause is. I mean, people have their, their ideas, but who knows what the real cause is. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I I hope they figure out what's happening soon. Some, you know, people need their I don't know, they need their uh image changed a bit. So, it's um you know, it's no different than, you know, our guest today, right? He's an aerospace and defense research analyst, and he's also a podcaster running the Pagutharivu podcast. Um, and Show covers politics, history, and related commentary. So, welcome, Aaron Kumar, to the show. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, glad We're you're here. Happy here. Yeah, we we missed you the last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry about that. I don't know how our wires got crossed, but it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were we were talking prior to coming on the air here about um. You know how you you feel like people have an unfair opinion of India, right? As a whole, yes, and that you'd like to kind of set the record straight on that. And what we what we said, maybe we should start with talking about what is so you know, there's the thing that's super. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, it's kind of uh, very popular these days. Is the scam bait videos on on YouTube? And so, going a little deeper than that, let's talk about the effects that the scammers are having on you know the indian economy and you know the everyday you know indian person trying to make a living and just survive sure uh i came across these uh, scammer organizations through the youtubers who have been uh, exposing them and uh, i am subscribed to their channels and i watch their videos uh, how they hack into the scammer systems they catch them uh, uh, in their workplace there they capture their video they delete their files and so on uh, i am equally surprised about it. Uh, now, I, I I know some of my friends who used to work in call centers, uh, you know, these customer support care centers where, uh, you know, they would be uh, the uh, customer service for uh, American corporations. So, uh, you know, if you buy a product and, you know, some electronic device and you have a problem with it, you call uh, customer support and it would be one of my friends 
picking up the call and helping you, you know, tech support uh, out of India. That's what I used to know. Uh, I did not know until I watched these YouTubers expose uh, these scammers that such a scam has been happening where, uh, you know, this is organized crime. Uh, there is no other way of looking at it. And uh, they uh, they tend to call uh, gullible individuals, uh, you know, usually senior citizens, I suppose. And then they sound like they pose as IRS officials and uh, they kind of uh, present a false uh, complaint on the person say, you know, you owe the government so much. And because IRS and tax uh, evasion is considered very serious uh, in the U.S., uh, a lot of people who are not uh, aware of how to verify such calls, they fall uh, for those scams and then they end up losing their savings. Uh, and so on. And, and I think what I'm describing is just one version of uh, those scams. That there are many such versions out there uh, based on the YouTube videos that I've been watching. Uh, you know, I am based at Chennai, India. And, you know, Chennai is a city uh, in the southernmost state. And uh, on the videos that I watch, a lot of these scammer organizations operate out of, you know, uh, very different cities, you know, Mumbai, Kolkata, some of the Delhi region and so on. And there are other tier two, tier three cities out of which they operate. A lot of those locations are falling in the north, east and western uh, parts of India. They speak uh, very different languages there. I speak Tamil natively. And uh, I am equally surprised and in a way uh, ashamed of those organizations, you know, uh, because, you know, while I disagree with uh, what they are doing, you know, they are my fellow citizens here. And uh, uh, you know, I cannot uh, stay away from that fact. Uh, but but here's how I interpret that issue. Now, within here, if we go to those physical locations where those are, uh, you know, organizations operate out of, what we would notice is that would be a conventional customer care type, you know, IT support company. It, it would be, they, they would actually have a, uh, a, a legal registration for the business. So, you know, there will be paperwork to indicate that, you know, there is a certain activity that they are doing. Uh, uh, however, what they act, uh, end up doing is very different from what they declare in their paperwork. So they just have a registration. They will actually rent or lease a place uh, in a, a commercial building and then they will have set up an office and they have all these computers and phone connections. And then uh, they... That's crazy. It, 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 for those employees, it's kind of their day job. What, to me, what is surprising is that so, they have been convinced to do that activity. They are not, they are not falling for any trick. They know that they are cheating innocent people, but they still do that. Now, uh, it is hard for me to accept that because, uh, you know, if I go go to my family and tell them that this is what I do for a living, then you know they will disown me. That's the background I come from. And I'm sure most of my fellow citizens come from similar backgrounds. However, these scammers are exceptions who have given up the very concept of morality. And for them, there is no such thing as right or wrong. And, you know, as long as you make money, do whatever it takes. And as long as you're earning, well, cash is cash. And then do whatever uh, it takes for that. And uh, I, I think they have been brainwashed into that. And a lot of these scammers that I watch on those exposed videos uh, are really young adults, you know, in people in their twenties, most of yeah, them. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, so so those are you know probably fresh graduates out of college who want to 
make a living, who want to have a career of their own, but in their locality, in their society, they do not have access to legal, legitimate jobs. And the ones that they have access to are these. And I also believe, and this is just my belief, I haven't validated my belief yet, that these networks, they carefully recruit those individuals who do not, uh, you know, uh, doubt the morality behind what they do. You know, you know, you should be subscribing to their uh, ideology of, you know, cheating innocent people. You know, it's not cheating, it's earning for them uh, and, and so on. They, they are literally right. eating out of someone else's misery. And, uh, you know, that is not the right thing to do. Uh, but still, they, they they do it. And there are many groups like that. And uh, I'm not sure if legal action is being taken here. What I presume is those YouTubers collect those details and share it with the law enforcement here. Now, law enforcement here is uh, quite fair in that regard. If they receive and, you know, if the YouTubers can route that information, those evidences through the U.S. embassy here, then that would be a proper channel through which uh, the Indian government can receive that information. In that case, that information will, will be given more weightage and the law enforcement will uh, definitely uh, crack down upon those groups. It needs to happen. I don't know how many years this has been happening and uh, how many innocent people have lost their savings and how many families have been impacted. What I do know is Americans have been cheated in this regard. Now I'm concerned. How many people from other countries have, uh, you know, been falling to such scams? I know yeah. it, 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 it's an endless abyss in my view. I know I've seen videos of the Australian government um, and, you know, sending enforcement officers on like a joint task force with um, Indian law enforcement to go after some of these um, scam call centers. I've seen you know, the videos. And Canada's done the same. Yeah, they're very aggressive, Canada and Australia, about going after it. The United States is less aggressive and they tolerate it more. And for me, that's frustrating because you're right. There are people who have clear information on who the scammer is, their exact name, right down to their you know tax ID number. I mean, they know who this person is. And law enforcement's just like, nah, I'm not going to go after it, guy. It's not worth my hassle. And that's why they get continue to scam American people, at least, because the other countries are starting to crack down on it in a very, very aggressive, almost military-like fashion. You know, so. But but what do you think would happen to your economy if, let's say, they were just overnight just eliminated those scammer groups? Absolutely nothing, because uh, uh, you know. Indian economy has many other sources of income. These scam groups, these, you know, any any form of organized crime, it's a small, small drop in the bigger ocean. You know, if, if we say, uh, you know, we take the scenario where the U.S. law enforcement takes interest in this, they reach out to the Indian government and all the scammer groups are busted and they are all put in jail. Uh, we won't even notice that blip in the economy. They are very, very, you know, we are talking really small businesses, you know. If you really have to classify them as businesses, uh, you know, they are really small businesses. We are talking anywhere between 20 to 60 people huddled up in a small office. And in many circumstances, they it's actually a hideout. You go to the office, you have a formal office set up where 5 to 10 people are sitting. But then there is a, uh, a, a wall uh, separation behind which an entire group of 20, 30 people they operate. 
and and you won't even know that the office is actually holding more than 20 people all you see is five people so it, it's they, they kind of make a hideout for themselves wow. and operate out of those holes so they make it look like it's the front part looks like it's a legitimate operation yes, yes. and they might even have regular paperwork because what i see on those videos is right. they have leased or rented uh, uh you know like one or two floors from commercial buildings in prominent locations now if you have to lease that sort of a property one you need to have that type of cash two you need to provide supporting documentation about what business you do so uh, and because they are do their scam is electronic allah you know it is wire transfer they are receiving yeah. the money electronically it means they have the means to receive money electronically which means they have set up uh, you know multiple bank accounts connected to their business registration so so the paperwork is all legitimate uh, and it would be classified as something else but what they actually do with their computers and headphones and mics is something else uh, uh, and so you know they 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 definitely have a, uh, a a legitimate mask on their face and i think uh, that's what is helping them operate in broad daylight and uh, here in chennai i would be surprised if such groups are operating out of chennai i would request those youtubers to look into that uh, but however compared to other parts of india law enforcement in this part of the country is quite strict and uh, you know you, you cannot you know if you if you look up gun violence in the north east uh, and uh, western parts of india you will see some gun violence incidents you know, very few you know legally we cannot uh, uh, you know it, it's not like us where every uh, 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 citizen of voting age can own uh, and carry a concealed firearm we need to apply for the license and we need to justify the reason why we need to carry a firearm and only a select class of firearms will be allowed so if i am part of a business operation handling a lot of cash going to the bank and back and forth and i need that safety then i can apply for it and i would be allowed to carry a small firearm uh, and that's it and, but then i'll be part of the register and if there is something sensitive about to happen in my locality the first thing the uh, law enforcement would do is reach out to me so i would have to go to the police station and hand over my firearm uh, and so they have so many uh, conditions uh, so here in south you will not see a lot of gun violence but if when you go when you look into incidents in the northern eastern parts of india uh you know you will see you know the, 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 historically they have been having a lot of country made guns as well which are illegal so you will have so you know law enforcement is not that strict so to speak uh and you know it, it's still you know outside of the urban landscape it's still a little bit like the wild wild west out there uh and so you know you have a lot of country made guns and uh, uh, you know and so gun violence is uh, unavoidable there you don't see that sort of gun violence here uh, in chennai so you know even the one or two incidents where that happens the very first thing the law enforcement does is identify from where they procured that weapon so uh, i would be surprised if southern cities uh, have it but then chennai and bangalore are southern cities there is another city hyderabad which do have a lot of these it organizations and because these scammer groups are operating under the guise of it companies uh you know i i would expect some of them to operate out of here but as of now i haven't heard so my request to the youtubers is look into the organizations or scammer groups uh, based out of bangalore chennai and hyderabad and you know if if you have any information 
please share it with me. Uh, you know, I would be happy to forward that information to the law enforcement uh, of the respective cities, and they will take action on it. Okay, that's perfect. We'll get that information from you before we go at the end here. Um, but I was going to say that I agree with you that getting rid of all the scam organizations wouldn't harm the economy. And I actually think over the long period of time, it will improve your economy because, you know, like I, I use Nigerian people as an example. There's a lot of really talented Nigerian software developers. And, you know, I, I'm a technology professional. And they tell me all the time about how no one will hire them because they're afraid that somehow they're affiliated with a scammer or they are a scammer, you know, it, you know, and they're just trying to find a cover to, you know, have access to different company systems. And, you know, it's a, it's a legitimate fear, but there's ways it doesn't matter where you're from. Everybody has to follow the same safety protocols and then we're okay. It doesn't matter who you are and where you're from. Yeah, there's there's crappy people everywhere, really. Right, right. So I mean, but it's but the point is, they can't get hired as soon as they say they're from Nigeria. So then they try to do stupid things like lie about where their location is, and most people aren't competent enough to pull that off and know the time where they were and stuff like that. And so they mess that up. And so in the long run, they're they're in trouble because they can't get work in their chosen profession, and unfortunately. It's a vicious cycle because then what are they going to do? Some of them are going to get desperate and turn to the criminal way of making money. So scamming people. And like you said, it's a good part for them is it's electronics and no one ever sees their face, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then it's just this vicious cycle of good guy tries to do a good job, can't get hired because no one will hire him, becomes a scammer, et cetera. And I know, I know not everybody does that, but it's exactly like here with um, the criminal gangs that we have here, you know, they get together and do all these, some of them are into bank robberies. Some of them are into home invasions, you know, but it's the same idea. They try to do a good job doing something. And for whatever reason, they're discriminated against and boom, they become a criminal. Yeah. So I think, I think you'll see your economy improve over the long haul. Sure. Sure. I, I, and I totally agree with you. Uh, and uh, I'm not uh, completely immune from that stereotyping myself. Uh, you know, I, I did reach out to those YouTubers who are exposing those uh, India-based scammers, and I haven't received one response yet. Uh, and I can understand, you know, coming from the same land where there are groups uh, operating to scam people, uh, you know, they don't have any information to trust me. I could be one of those uh, scammer groups uh, trying to reach into their network and uh, get their information so I can tip off those scammers here. So, you know, they haven't responded to my emails, so which I can understand. Uh, Although I don't have that motive and that's not uh, who I am. Uh, You know, that's not how my parents raised me. There is is no way uh, I would do uh, uh, or tolerate anyone doing like that. My objective of reaching out to them was to get that information and, you know, just email that uh, those links to the law enforcement agencies, and you know they 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 go to so much length, you know, to send them a parcel with uh, glitter and uh, some sort of uh, uh, you know unbearable smelling uh, chemicals and so on. <laughs> they would rather hack 
their entire network and crash their network, that would save millions of people from getting scammed rather than uh, capturing them on video with uh, their face full of glitter. That's not going to pay back all the money that they have stolen from innocent people. Uh, and, and what they have stolen is hard-earned money. Uh, so, you know, the, 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 the best way to get, uh, get back at them is like crash their system completely so that, you know, uh, they, they are not able to operate. And, uh, you know, if that keeps happening continuously, at some point they will realize that, uh, you know, they are not in a, a safe environment. They are operating in a hostile environment. You know, we will have to give back to them what they have been giving uh, to us uh, uh, over the years. And, and that is my uh, only concern there. So, yes, uh, you know, I'm presuming because I am emailing from India and I'm Indian myself, uh, they uh, they chose not to respond to my emails, uh, but you know it's it's logical. I could be one of those scammers, and I can understand uh, their concern. Uh, and these are, in my view, you know, based on what I watch on those uh, uh, exposed videos, uh, is that these are young adults in their twenties who have subscribed to this logic. You know, those are uh, uh, you know. Uh, Stakeholders who uh, have an education, they want to have a career, but unfortunately, where they are from, they, are, they don't have access to that many jobs. I think that is probably driving them to take any job that comes their way. But, uh, you know, I'm not trying to justify that uh, act of crime. Uh, but, you know, because uh, down south, we have a relatively uh, flourishing economy compared to the northern half, the southern half of India is economically and even socially a bit better over the years as uh, you know, we have had political leaders over the years, uh, decades who have focused more on education. So access to education is a bit more in the southern half of India. And that's why you would see Chennai, Bangalore, Hyderabad. It is these southern cities, you know, all the organizations in the southern cities together will be many folds greater than the organizations in the other cities. Of course, there are other cities in other parts of India, you know, the metro cities as we call it, Delhi, Kolkata and Mumbai, those are really, and even Pune for that matter, those are really large uh, urban landscapes that those are big cities which have fair amount of employment, but then those are just patchworks amidst large uh, uh, area of, you know, rural uh, uh, villages and, you know, they don't have the access to the economy as much as we do. And I presume these stakeholders come from those backgrounds. They just want to make a living. And then they come across this, uh, uh, you know, in my view, this is again a get-rich-quick sort of a scheme where they get brainwashed. You know what? You come here, you join this. We will train you. There is a standard script. You just have to memorize the script. Uh, and you will have the information in front of you. Call these people and read the script. And then... Uh, get them to do this and then the more money you bring into the system the more you get it's it's kind of a sales program i think they kind of lure these young yeah. adults who, who are craving for a career but uh, you know that craving for a career cannot be uh, utilized as a reason to you know participate in organized crime uh, well, unfortunately sure. they do not sure. they don't come from a background where they have people who who they, they, I, they should have advised these kids while they were growing up that, you know, no matter what, you should do the right thing. And if, when you know something is wrong, you should stay away from it. You know, if you are not able to fight it, that's a separate story. 
but you know you shouldn't be part of that when you know that it is not the right thing so I, after everything you've said, I know for sure some of our listeners are definitely going to be interested in hearing more of what you have to say. Can you let them know where they can find yeah, you? So uh, my name is Arun and uh, I have a YouTube channel called uh, Pavutarivu Podcast. Uh, and I can leave the uh, link uh, with you uh, uh, after our discussion here. And uh, yeah, yeah, I can yeah, put that yeah. in the show so notes. So that's an you. email that they can always reach out to me. Uh, you know, I am on Twitter as well. Uh, it's uh, at the rate crazy knots, and you can again look up Arun at Pagutarivu podcast, and uh, you know, my my social media handles should show up. Great, awesome. Well, thanks for the thank you for the education, and I think on on that note, I'll I'll say good night, everyone. Hasta la bye bye. Thank you for listening to the nightly rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.